0: everybody, I'm Dan. And I'm Mike. So welcome back to 15 Minute Film Fanatics. This is one of our one shots where we don't do the full 15 minute treatment on a film, but it might be a different thing that we want to talk about or, or something that we just want to kind of get off our chest. Now, Mike texted me and he said he had just seen Casino Royale because we're all getting you know excited to see No Time to Die. I had just seen Casino Royale again too. And he said he had some loose ideas he just wanted to try to talk about on the podcast. So I don't know what he's about to say to me, but I'm just
1: going to fire him at him. Mike, loose idea number one. Well, I just want to see how you'll react to this. So I think that this is, I think Casino Royale from 2006, is a top three Bond movie of all time. I think that Daniel Craig is maybe besides Sean Connery, the, the greatest. And I've said that before on the podcast yes. and, I, and I'm going to stick to it. But I think a lot of it has to do with the writing in Casino Royale. And I think that one of the beautiful things is that it certainly has ideas. I, I'm not certainly, I'm not certain that it holds up as an entire film, but it's what I would call like a movie with ideas. And I think that it has ideas but no agenda, which is what makes it such a beautiful movie. What I noticed this time watching it for like, I don't know, the 14th time is how many times people rise up from out of the water. There's a shot for no reason where Le Chiffre's, uh girlfriend is swimming in the ocean That's- and she rises up out of the water. And there's and then Daniel Craig does the same thing. And it, it doesn't mean much at first. I mean, obviously, it's the rebirth of the franchise. And so that. That's clear, but then I remembered uh, Vesper drowns, and then I remembered that uh, when James Bond gets his first kill as 007, he drowns the guy in the sink, in the sink. Uh, until he until he dies. And so there's a lot of play, I think, with with rebirth and what the what the movie does really well is I think without giving James too much backstory at first, it hints that there's something there, or that the allure of the character should be. I'm going to tell you and insinuate that there's something going on down there. I'm not going to tell you 100% of what it is. I'm going to leave you to surmise what's going on with him. But I think it hints at a greater depth that doesn't necessarily have a lot to do with them. Um, when these movies first came out, a lot of people drew comparison to the James Bourne films. Jason Bourne. Uh, Jason Bourne, yeah. which I think are okay. But right. I think that there's a lot more psychological depth to, to Daniel Craig in a character who is maybe intended to be l- less psychologically deep. And just wanted to get your get your take on some of that.
0: My take on it was that what you said about him is that it's he's very much like the bond in the book, Casino Royale. Now the last line of that novel, the first one is the bitch is dead. He says that in this Film, you cannot imagine the other Bonds that we love. You cannot imagine Roger Moore saying the bitch is dead, or Sean Connery saying that. You you, you can't imagine it. But you can imagine Daniel Craig. He's harder around the edges, and he's harder to read. But they're and not think,
1: capable of love, right? They're I think, not, and I think Daniel. Sorry, sorry keep going. But I, I think no, he is.
0: I I think that um, if you if you were a naive viewer and had never known anything about the James Bond movies or the franchise, first of all, you'd have to be living on on Mars or something. But you also would believe maybe his resignation or maybe you would have believed it because you're like, it's, it's a movie. And I know that another thing has to happen.
1: I think what a film would have done is throw out a lot of the conventions of James Bond. But what Casino Royale does beautifully is it leans into them. It has a a spectacular fo- foot chase, yeah. but right. it has the most spectacular foot chase. Yeah, It has an interrogation scene where Bond is is stripped and beaten by the villain, but it has, the best one it has the most psychologically raw one until it, you finally get a villain who right before he's going to kill James Bond of course is interrupted but knows that he should just kill him because there's no breaking this person you can just dig and dig and dig and you'll just hit lead
0: well it's like you know the um, watching it again the scene with the carpet rope reminded me of how how different it is from in Goldfinger when he's strapped to the table and the do, lasers going between his legs do you expect me to talk Goldfinger no I expect you to die I'm sorry. it's No, Mr. Bond expected to die, but you get the point. Is that is that Daniel Craig? I think is a lot is a lot rough around the edges. The thing I'd like to get your take on. You know what? You know what knocked me out watching it again. I forgot how much I like the song and how much I love the opening credits to this. And Bond opening credits are all terrific. They've all been designed by the same same guy. I forgot his name, but the, that Chris Cornell song is so good. And it's so like you said, they lean into it, right? It leans into like you know my name and and just all the the lyrics of that song are so great. I think it's one of the top. You said this one of the top three Bond movies, and you know I wouldn't argue with that. I think this song is one of the top Bond songs. I mean, it's not the top Bond song because you know what the top Bond
1: song is. Not, it's not the top Bond movie, but it's the top song. It's not. I, it's not Goldfinger. It's nope. there's a famous. There's a famous one by a singer in the seventies, but I'm trying to remember which one is.
0: Well, the the answer, the answer, Mike, is nobody does it better, sung yes, by Carly Simon, it. which is the theme for the Spy Who Loved Me, because I just I, that is the James Bond song. But I like this song because it's 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 loud, it's brash, it's angry. It goes along with how he got his double O, but when he drowns the guy in the beginning and the whole movie is a celebration. Like, yeah,
1: you know my name. Like, you know, you know who I am. I'm James Bond. This all comes together brilliantly when he subdues Mr. White at the end, who's made away with, with the money. Right. And so you've seen him be, let's say that the character has two names. James Bond is maybe who he really is in, in line with the Chris Cornell song, but 007 is the code name. James Bond is on the phone talking about Mr. White or looking at Mr. White. But when he comes to get him, he 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 comes after him in costume, just like, you know, Spider-Man or like Batman or any of these uh, Marvel superheroes. Like he comes after him in the tuxedo with the enormous gun in the dinner jacket. You know, when she says there's dinner jackets and there's dinner jackets, there's there's. Yeah.
0: And then Mr. White says, what's your name? Who are you? And then he gets to say he gets to say Bond, James Bond. You know, and you said it leads into it. That reminds me of I love in this movie when they ask him, how do you want your martini? Do you want to shake it or stir it? And he says, Do I look like I give a damn?
1: Because yeah, because he's upset and he's losing, which of course, I mean, the um the 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 literally high stakes emotional showdown with the villain, of course, is another thing that they lean into and, right. and it works out brilliantly.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's a terrific, terrific movie. And the villain is so great. Like, like any like how about thinking about this? That he's gonna start weeping blood
1: by by any standards lachif is a great villain. Oh, and there's one other there's one other thing which is um, you know, of course one of the great tropes of J- of James Bond is how many women he seduces and all that. And Casino Royale is no exception. He does seduce someone to get information out of them, but it leads you to this moment of poignancy where she's been killed because of what he did and her body is all tangled in the hammock and th- that's um it's a deeply painful moment. It tells you that you're you may be in the same James Bond universe that you're used to, but there's consequences in this one yeah and and we've seen that movie to movie because they've all been set up by essentially the chain of events that you watch in Casino Royale,
0: yeah absolutely so if you haven't seen casino royale um again we don't know what you're waiting for but you should definitely see it 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 bears rewatching, and it's one of those movies that as soon as it's on at any random moment you have to watch the whole thing it's like streaming for free right now oh great okay so watch that in preparation for no time to die which we will be back with a full episode